Welcome to Insights About Hormonal Health, brought to you by Evexius Medical Centers, with your host, Art Young. For information on Evexius, visit our website at evexiusmedicalcenters.com. That's Evexius, E-V-E-X-I-A-S. New research on low testosterone is the subject of our Inside Hormonal Health today. Hi, I'm Mark Young, and with us is the founder of Evexius Medical Centers, Terry Suresh Denai. Welcome, Terry. Hi, thanks. Results from the U.S. government-sponsored testosterone trial were released on February 17th, and it was a surprise to some people. The multi-center trial enrolled a total of 790 men aged 65 and older with testosterone levels well below the average for men 19 to 40. And uh, this, this research showed that bringing the levels of testosterone to the levels of younger men improved their sexual interest, sexual function, and erectile function. It also showed minimal effects with their energy levels, which we'll talk about later. But first, is this research a major boost for hormonal replacement therapy? Um, yes and no. I mean, any it's been a pretty significant um, last couple of years with, with all the attention given to testosterone therapy. What is a great thing about this government-sponsored research is it's positive in its results uh, because historically some of the results that have been coming around have been more negative in nature and kind of created uh, some unfounded fears in the general population around testosterone therapy. So I believe it's a good thing. Um, of course, anytime we're talking about sexual function or uh, dysfunction, erectile dysfunction in men, that is becoming uh, more and more acceptable to talk about, and it's becoming of more and more interest to men as we age. Uh, you know, we're we're living longer these days, and sexual health is a vital part of our well-being. So, I think it's really positive. Well, in layman's terms, how does testosterone affect sexual desire? Well, testosterone is the driver for desire in both men and women. And interestingly, um, for men, sexual desire is probably the last symptom to uh, happen when testosterone starts to decline, which in men it actually starts in their mid-30s and sometimes younger. Men lose anywhere from 2 to 10% uh, of their testosterone production per year. So by the time they get in their mid-40s and into their 50s, their testosterone is, is really on a pretty sharp decline. Um, but men typically um, always have a desire, and when their testosterone levels get to just really some of the lowest points, that's when that desire goes. And, of course, a lot of men uh, in the age ranges of 50 above are on other medications that also affect libido and, and sexual function. So it's multifactorial, um, but it's, it's definitely something that is there, and it is of great concern to men. Mm -hmm. So you mentioned the, the medical factors that might affect a man's interest. Are there any other uh, factors that might affect uh, sexual interest? Uh, well, sex. There's, there's. We're talking about two different things. We're talking about desire and function. So, okay. most men lose function, the ability, the physical ability before desire. Uh, the sexual desire, the desire to have sex in a normal aging male is the last thing to go. But there are medical conditions and medications that do affect sexual desire. Um, a lot of blood pressure medicine, definitely. 
absolutely antidepressants um, and those kinds of medications will affect both desire and function. Um, but it is it is really um, it's really profound in men when they do lose the desire. It's like a it's like a part of them. Um, truthfully, it is gone. It's a very important part, and it can actually exacerbate depression and create other um, feelings of just kind of the blues, the blahs that that men don't really understand what's going on. So it's a really mm-hmm. important conversation. Mm-hmm. It is, and, and and the study was designed again. A, a layman reading this in the Wall Street Journal is is you know my instant analysis here, but it seems to be designed to determine whether replacing testosterone loss due to normal aging can alleviate age-related ills like decreased energy, sexual interest, cognition, bone density. These results on low testosterone did not show an increase in energy. Specifically, I think they gauged the man's ability to walk longer or some other uh, standardized Mm -hmm. test. Are other hormones besides testosterone necessary to help with an older man's physical ability? Well, this is this is really interesting, and I love that you're bringing this up because one of the flaws with studies is what what did they put these men on in the study? What kind of testosterone? What did they get their levels to? See, these are all very important things to to understand when you're looking at medical studies because we've treated, of course, thousands of male patients, and energy is one of the first things that improves greatly. We've seen bone density improvements. Uh, we've seen, obviously, sexual function. Um, one of the first things to go sexually for men is morning erections, and that's one of the first symptoms that their testosterone is low. So morning erections improve and come back. Um, erectile function totally improves. So one of the things that I, I wasn't real crazy about in that study is that they really didn't talk about, well, what kind of testosterone? So it's hard to say based on that study what they're saying they didn't see these effects and we see them all of the time. Of course, we want our males, our goal is to have men in an optimal range for testosterone, which is around 1,000. That's the sweet spot on a blood level for a male is 1,000 is where men feel the best. They're fully functional. That's a youthful level. A youthful level of testosterone is 900 to 1,000. So I really didn't see anywhere in that report where they were looking at what the levels they got their males to because males will be symptomatic for low energy starting when their levels are about 500 and sexual dysfunction kicks in uh, when their levels fall around 200, which is below the expected range. So, Hmm. you know, long answer to your question, but, um, you know, you really have to not make a judgment about testosterone therapy. Um, You know, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater when you don't see improvements in a certain study because you got to ask yourself, well, what were they studying? Their shots and patches and creams and pellets. So, you know, what what are we doing? What are we looking at here? Right. right. With regard to erectile dysfunction, this is something all you got to do is turn on the television during prime time and you know how how big an interest there is in, you know, in this subject matter. Does this research suggest to you that testosterone replacement can take the place of other drugs such as Cialis? In some men it can because erectile dysfunction is multifactorial. Um, testosterone decline and testosterone, low testosterone absolutely plays a role, but so does the natural process of aging and the vasculature, uh, is, is one of the things that when, when our vessels, when we age, our vessels become, 
um, more stiff and they're not able to expand and increase blood flow to certain areas of our body, the brain, and for men and women, both sexually. And so that's part of the problem is simply um, mechanically, it's not just testosterone, but it could just be the aging process in their vasculature. And what a lot of the drugs do or what all of these drugs do is they increase blood flow for men, which increases their erectile function. So although many men are able to go off of some of those medications, some men are not able to because it's normal processes of aging. Now, what we do see in our clinics is, is prevented, is very preventative for uh, erectile dysfunction and vasculature problems that can come if a man starts replacing his testosterone in his 40s when it really starts on that decline and not waiting till they're 50 and 60. And then there's other treatment modalities that can treat besides hormones that can treat erectile dysfunction in men. And um, we've talked about this in previous interviews, but platelet-rich plasma PRP for men in what's called the Priapus shot is just phenomenal because you're injecting platelet-rich plasma, which has stem cells and growth factors that actually rejuvenate the vasculature in the penis. To me, that in combination with testosterone therapy is the best way to treat erectile dysfunction without having to take a medication that has potential side effects. Interesting. And, and that, boy, would that be a good subject for some research? Oh, yeah. There's, there's a lot of research out there on it. But, Interesting. Yeah. Well, well, this study was on men who were older than 65. Uh, right. And that age seems younger and younger to me as I get older. Funny how that works. Right. Do younger <laughs> men have lower sexual energy due to testosterone? And if so, can this be corrected with hormone replacement therapy? Um, not typically. And when a young man does have that problem, one of the first things, obviously, he would want to check is his testosterone levels because it's certainly not normal. Uh, and we are seeing younger and younger men with low testosterone levels. And there's a lot of theories uh, out there circulating. But one of the biggest that we know for sure is a lot of it is in all of the processed foods and hormones that are added to the foods is really affecting uh, hormones in in, in young men and so many medications now that our young teen males and females are put on for depression and, and ADD medications, all of these medications that we have our children on now are really affecting uh, the brain chemistry and hormones start in the brain. So we're really seeing some connections. Not, not a lot of studies out there yet. There's a lot of theories, um, but definitely seeing more and more low testosterone levels in young men, unfortunately. Well, if someone is, is concerned about this and, and uh, you know, based on everything we've talked about, there's a lot of concern out there. What's involved in the process when they make an appointment with you? What happens then? What do you do? It's very simple. The first thing we want to do is get blood work. And we test not only hormones, there's several other factors that play in uh, to how well the hormone receptors work, uh, like vitamin D levels and iodine and thyroid. So we look at a plethora of labs in addition to their testosterone levels and estrogen levels. Uh, and then we evaluate that and come up with a treatment plan. Uh, the majority of, of men that come into our offices are, are great candidates for um, hormone replacement therapy. We prefer uh, testosterone, natural testosterone via pellet therapy. It's, it's been around since the 30s. It's the most widely studied safe 
and guys only have to do this treatment twice a year uh, as opposed to synthetic injectable shots that are weekly and have a plethora of side effects associated with them. So it's a very simple process. Get your blood work done, come in for a consultation, and if, uh, if they decide to move forward with the therapy, we do it right then. We've been talking with Terry Suresh Denai. If you'd like to schedule a no-obligation appointment with the medical wellness specialist at Evexius Medical Centers, visit our website at evexiusmedicalcenters.com. I'm Art Young, and we'll talk again soon.